Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Southworth. And I'm John Bishop. And welcome, welcome to the Kachat. The only podcast brave enough to introduce itself and then interrupt itself. Hey, what's up with cars? <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Lucas? We're talking about the fact that we decide to go without an outline once and this happens, you know? Uh, this is our second time going out without an outline. When have we... whatever. Uh... <laughs> Today, we're talking about language and culture in general, I because guess. Because we're, we're clearly very good at language on account of knowing each other's rhythms and knowing when to pause and when not to pause. Yes. We're so good at this. <laughs> yes. We don't talk over each other at all, especially not me. Yes. <laughs> all right. So language <laughs> and culture, Lucas, in the Cars universe... Do we have any examples of language and culture? Yes, they all speak to each other. That's our first example. Weird. They speak to each other. Tell me tell me more about that. Well, in movies, they have this thing called dialogue. It's where two characters talk to each other, and they have to use a language to do that. I suppose they don't have to use a language to do that, but in, at the very least in Cars, they do use language to do that. Specifically, usually English, but there are other languages present within the cars verse. Okay, okay. So what what's called if there's only one person on the screen? I've seen that a few times and that's that's a curious thing. Why would someone talk if no one can hear them? Well, it's called a monologue or if they're addressing the audience, it's called a soliloquy. Okay. Uh I'm a little embarrassed because I actually didn't know that that's what a soliloquy was. <laughs> My goof. John does a lot of work with Shakespeare. Uh <laughs> I have done a lot of work. That doesn't mean I continue to. All right. So, language. Yes. Uh, you said you said they speak English, but there are other examples of language. What other examples, like, what other languages are there? Uh, we have a really uh, big one, which is Italian. Uh, Luigi speaks some Italian throughout the movies, but Guido, his tiny friend, uh, speaks almost exclusively Italian throughout the movies. That's it. I always say, that's our biggest example, and then you say, oh, but this is, other obvious thing is a bigger example. But I think this time I'm right in that that's our biggest I example. I mean, in the second movie, they did go to Japan, and there was a lot of Japanese there. They also go to Italy in the second movie, and there was a lot of Italian there, so I'm gonna maintain. And the characters are in all three movies. There was more Japanese, you know, just because it's like a major city of Tokyo, or, wait, is there a car pun? There's probably a car pun. It's Toe. Oh, it's toe. Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That's something. But yeah, you're probably right. Luigi and Guido, almost certainly bigger example. Um, okay. 
Time for a fun fact. Did you know that there are about 2,000 characters in kanji, which is the third alphabet of Japanese that you learn if you're taking like beginner Japanese in America? What are the first two alphabets you learn? Hiragana and Katakana. Cool. Hiragana is like their... I didn't know that. It's their more simple, more like our basic alphabet because they're, instead of being 2,000 characters, are only like 46, I think. I'm probably wrong. Feel free to correct me. But uh, Katakana is similar, but it's, I think, mostly, if not only, used for like foreign words. So it's got the same sounds, but... It's like if you want to say uh, taco, you would say takosu, but you wouldn't say taco because taco in Japanese means squid. Neat. I know more about Japanese. I think America is just like a-me-ri-ka. So like, well, like Checks out. fluently, but but that's how it's spelled in katakana. Yes. <sighs> but yeah, 2000 characters in like just the common tongue writing i'm gonna say it that's too many that is too many that's too many but uh it's kanji is based off of the chinese alphabet so there's that apparently chinese alphabet seems to somewhat exclusively be very hard i don't know much nice. about the chinese language me neither i did have the foreign language section uh when i worked at a bookstore i was in charge of stocking those books and I speak, like, barely any French, and that's it. So I had a very hard time doing that, as it was like a reused bookstore. <laughs> so they were just, you know, books in other languages, and I had to sort them by the language, and I didn't know what language they were. And that didn't go super well all the time. I felt very culturally insensitive when I did it. I feel like most of that job would just be finding anything with, like vaguely english characters and then just typing that into google and hoping oh yeah a lot of a, a lot of how i actually did it were there's some tricks you can do for like portuguese versus spanish and like i know uh korean uh how you can tell korean from chinese and japanese in easy ways it has a lot of circles in it which the other two have very little uh of uh, and but also you can oftentimes go to like the copyright information and that will be in English and it will say like copyright Tokyo or copyright Rio de Janeiro or something nice. and that will help a lot. So that's a second fun fact. A way to tell at least where books are from. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, see, weird thing. I was trying to like read something that I saw someone writing or in like what I thought was Japanese and then I was like, man, there's just too many kanji in this. And then after a while, I was like, okay, so what does that say? Because like I could read a few characters and then turns out I couldn't read those characters because it wasn't Japanese. It was Chinese. And apparently even the simpler parts of like hiragana just are also Chinese based. So I'm confused about the Japanese language. Yeah, it seems like that's the point. Yeah. Anyway, what about them cars? They speak a language sometimes. Uh, it's pretty much always the language that you choose to listen to the movie in yeah yeah i suppose that's fair it's not necessarily always in english which actually is the perfect perfect lead-in for the good title for the wiki quote of the day segment time all right give me the uh wiki quote that needs a better title name go for it i will 
This time we're hanging out at uh, HTTP, no, only two, HTTPS colon slash slash Pixar.fandom.com slash wiki slash Guido. We are going all the way down to the trivia section. Uh, First bullet point. It was the the first one there just really stood out to me. Uh, It's first bit of trivia about Guido they have here is in the English version of Cars, Guido speaks Italian. But in the Italian version, he speaks dialect. <laughs> it doesn't tell you. That's that doesn't tell you which dialect. No, it that that's where the fact ends. Is he speaks dialect? It's not even a dialect. I think whoever wrote this little wiki article thinks dialect is the name of a language. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's pretty fun. All right. But it's not capitalized like a language. I don't know. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> but I, it's pretty fun. Yep. So I was trying to remember what shoes, uh, like kanji were because I thought it was like one kanji on his front, but no, it it it's just Nihon, which is Japan. So he's just got Japan yeah, written well. on him <laughs> several times. Could you imagine if like I the mean, American uh, character had like just America written in English on his chest. That seems entirely accurate to what the American. And then planes. Oh, uh, planes. The British bulldog. Yeah. Pl- planes. Yeah. The British bulldog. El Chupacabra. The French Canadian. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying it's not like that's a completely like crazy thing for them to do. That's, that's all they do for their international characters is identify them by being international characters. And like the two bigger characters that were both American that were in the race, one of them was like a, a humble farm boy and the other one was a d- So like... Sums up America. That's America. You're either a humble farm boy or a murderous d- Sounds about right. Do we censor that word? I think I missed it in one of our early episodes, but oh, I think no. I usually do. Lucas, the children. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Okay. I think I can technically go back and fix it and re-upload the audio, but I'm uh, not going to do that. That's fair. That's fair. Are we going to talk about anything in this episode? We've talked about, like, a whole thing. Foreign languages. Like, that's a big deal. That's That's real. Lucas, I, I think you're just a little worried that we don't have an outline, and it's okay. I've got you. Okay. I'm I'm trusting you. I'm handing you the proverbial wheel of this episode. Oh, no. Lucas, you know I can't drive. You've done that to me a couple of times. <laughs> the past two or three? Yeah. Oh. You got the wheel? Where are we going? Time for a quote from a wiki, but I don't know if this is... Yeah, this is a wiki. It's a Pixar wiki. That was the title, right? Uh, Sure. In the Porto Corsa race, he was one of the three cars whose engines exploded. He violently enters into a collision with Miguel Camino and Max Schnell hits them both. Is this about Shu? Yep. Shu Todoroki? Yep, this is about Shu Todoroki. His engine exploded. Yeah, lots of cars' engines exploded in Cars too. It's just... We've talked about that. Man, I didn't think he was one of the characters that that happened to. But, like, also... Oh, yeah. It it was him, and then also he got hit. So, dang. (laughs) That's not great. He 
like he and Miguel hit each other and then someone else hits both of them. I think he was fine. You seem very distressed. I know she was your favorite character because I'm worried that he might be dead. <laughs> Is he no, alive? None of the cars died from their engines exploding, except for the spy car. Yeah, but he got hit. He got hit. They didn't kill Shu Todoroki. You're fine. All right. So we've talked about foreign language. Now let's talk about language in general. Let's start this off with a very not fun fact. Did you know that more words in uh, the English language are actually negative in comparison to the positive? I did not. That's sad. It's... uh. I'm reading an article, it seems, uh, from abcnews.go.com. I'm not familiar, but go ahead. All right, and uh, I'm just going to read this bit. It says, I found this surprising result, Shrauf says. Half of all the words that people produce from their working vocabulary to express emotion are negative, and 30% are positive, and 20% are neutral. That's a, that's a big difference. Yeah, it's not small. It's a lot of negativity. I do think that this is in reference to uh, data collected uh, online. So it could be that negative words are used far more often online rather than in the real world. Well, I'm not sure I would have had to do much research to tell you that. There's a lot of hate on the internet. All right, now it's time for businessinsider.com's counter- it's just an article about how most languages seem to have more positive words than negative words. So that is nice. And counter to what the other website said, which was ABC. So ABC, maybe try harder. Or Business Insider might be lying. Who knows? But yeah, that's a, a counter to that very not fun fact. Nice. I want to believe the one that makes me happier. So I'm going to do that. Ah, uh, a true American. You know it, man. All right. So, you took French for two years? Yes. And how much of that would you say that you have retained? Like, oh my gosh, uh, incredibly little of it. Okay, so when we were watching Planes, did you understand anything the French-Canadian woman spoke? I mean, I can't remember specifics, but like, I think so, but that's just because... In movies like that, they will often use very commonly known French words, uh, just so people like me who took two years of French in high school can be like, ah, aujourd'hui, that means tomorrow, oh, shoot, uh, <laughs> in French, let's see, nope, that's des mal. okay, <laughs> today, maybe, yep, today, So aujourd'hui, okay. So almost. Yes. All right. All right. That's that's good. Uh, I think El Troop said amor, which I think means love. Yeah. I, is that French or Spanish for love? I think it's Italian now that I think about it. Amor is Italian with an E. Uh, without the E. No, that's amore. Because when the moon hits your eye. Like a big pizza yep. pie? That's amore. Uh, that was nice. Without the E, it's in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, because Ami Amor. Yes. From Coco. Yes. And, you know, Mi Amor is a fairly known Spanish phrase. Yeah. All right. So, 
<laughs> so these characters that definitely are from these areas, one of them, the French Canadian, seems to only speak French. That's not but... true. She speaks English like a bunch, I feel like. She does? I mean, I could just be misremembering it. I think she only like spoke a little bit of English and it was specifically when she was being like really like dirty flirty and was like grabbing him at the beginning of the race and was like, come here, my little love muffin. Man, all these characters are just stereotypes. Well, yes, absolutely. That is 100%. That and in the World Grand Prix in Cars 2, all of the international characters are complete stereotypes. But uh, I'm 90% certain she speaks like a almost equal amount of English, just with a French, I guess, French-Canadian accent. Maybe I just can't understand accents. <laughs> no, that's that's entirely possible, but oh. I, and I, I could be wrong about this. I don't know. I We watched it last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I distinctly remember that he was singing Love Machine, and then she responds just completely with French, and like I have no idea what she said. I mean, that could be true. I don't know, man. I, I did not pay much attention to this French-Canadian plane. I don't know. No, wait, she did speak English when she was, like, teasing him. Oh, yeah, she probably Yeah, and I, I think when, whenever she would, like, reject him, she would uh, do it in English, which she did several times throughout the movie. So he would... Yeah. So he would understand. He did not understand. So why is it that she spoke at least a good amount of French when El Choup seemed to speak almost no Spanish? I mean... I think it was clear that El Choup could speak Spanish. I think he was just, you know, speaking to people who didn't speak Spanish. So he was speaking English. I don't think there's like a conspiracy. I think he was spoke English because it was a kid's movie aimed at people in the United States of America. Look, Lucas, 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 just, 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 just uh, theory craft with me. Just, just play in the I'm space. trying. I, I don't see where the, the conspiracy why, is here. Why does... Why does El, El Choup, why does he, why does he not speak Spanish? He absolutely speaks Spanish. Why does he wear that mask? Now that, that's fair. That's a question. I think. So we have, we have two characters here. Yes. Well, one that clearly speaks a language that would make sense for her to speak. French, because she's a French Canadian. And then, then there's El Choup, who, who wears a mask and seems to speak with an accent but doesn't seem to speak much in spanish are you what if what if they're hinting something what if they're using language in these movies to denote when a person can't be trusted what are you talking about what okay so el chu he wears a mask he seems to not speak very much spanish these are the two points you've made but he speaks with a a fairly a fairly strong accent you know who else speaks with a very strong accent? The weird German scientist in Cars. The weird Steve. German scientist. Yeah. He he says a few a few words or phrases in German, but for the most part, mostly English. This is nothing, John. What are you talking about? Isn't that strange? No, there are eight. 80- what I'm saying is What I'm saying is maybe El Troop is secretly working for an evil organization. And he's infiltrated this race. S- stick with me. Uh, what I'm was gonna... he? He was a indoor racer. 
He wore a mask. So who's to say if he was actually an indoor racer? What if he just took the place of an indoor racer? What if he was entered into this, despite the fact that he's clearly not built for long distance travel on account of him having a lot of power and very like small wings. So he wouldn't actually be great for gusts. He'd be great for like stunts and whatnot. He wouldn't be built for long distance unless he's been experimented on by some sort of nefarious evil organization. Is that the end of your point? He's working for the German scientist and they use language to denote this. John, do you remember before we started recording when I was like, I'm just not sure we're going to have enough to talk about this episode. This is about language, Lucas. It's all coming Tangentially. together. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying yes and very much right now. Uh, sure. You gotta play in the space. All right, so what if, what if Planes the movie isn't actually supposed to be a bad movie? What if well. it's supposed to set up a different movie? What if all of this was supposed to lead to a crossover between planes and cars in which the German scientist comes back and he's got an ally, a plane, who is El Chup, also known as probably some other dude because he was an offensive stereotype because he was actually a guy who wasn't that, who was just pretending to be that, so... Maybe the movie's not as bad as it seems. So realistically, this guy is a villain. And that's why he's also aggressive towards the the woman, because he can't accept no because he's a bad guy. Maybe this movie isn't as bad as we say it is. And all of this is based on the fact that he doesn't speak much Spanish. John, there are like 80 other characters who speak with accents. Are they all bad? Is Luigi bad? How many of them get that much screen time? Luigi. Mater speaks with a heavy accent. Okay, but he speaks in the language that that accent comes from. Back to Luigi. Luigi speaks to Guido several times in fluent Italian. Ramon, the paint job man. Oh no. Lucas, Ramon's evil. That's why he's willing to show his nuts off to a woman in broad daylight, because he is a creep and he's actually evil. For the last time, those we've decided something else were his testicles. We can't have All right. We can't have our cake. In his booty hole. Sure. His booty hole. Because that's the exhaust pipe. Okay. He's he's showing off his his butthole. We do we censor butthole? I'm not going to. Okay. He's showing that off in broad daylight in front of everyone because he's a bad dude. And they're using the fact that he doesn't ever speak the language his accent comes from to show it. There are several other characters. Name eight. (laughs) Okay. I'm counting Luigi. Uh, You can't count Luigi. He speaks fluent Italian several times. So does El Chupacabra. Uh, I'm counting him. Uh, I don't Ashani. believe you. Ashani has an accent. Lucas, are you trying to tell me Ashani wasn't evil? She wasn't evil. She worked briefly with the bad guy. You've got me there. Sure, whatever. Uh, I can't. I don't know. All of Lucas, you've just made me more confident to... than I was by far, <laughs> just by giving me the example of Ashani. We've said a lot of stupid stuff on this show. But at least it was stupid stuff that, like, I was like, there's evidence. 
We can justify this. Depending on how far you're willing to stretch the definition of evidence, we have evidence. El Chup does nothing bad the entire movie. He constantly berates a woman until she like falls in love with him. It's Stockholm Syndrome. He also could be doing all of these like stereotypical things because he's actually a bad guy who doesn't know cultural sensitivity. Or he could just be a poorly written character. I think it's probably that one, Johnny. There are lots of them in that movie. Or are a okay. lot of them evil? You know the twins? The the twins that were one plane? That's Pretty sure the... they had accents. No, they were American. They were? I think. Well, dang. Franz, the, the plane car, has a heavy accent. It, yeah. I'm willing to believe he's got a personality that's evil. Just one of them? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Sure. And also, are you trying to tell me that he is not the product of gross, evil science experiments? Well, he probably is, John. He is, but... he is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He is a he is a science experiment. Man, I am not going to tell you that I think you're correct, but I would love if we stopped talking about this. Wow, you just don't like playing this space with me. Why won't you debate me, coward? <laughs> so much for the tolerant left over here, am I right? <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, the th- another thing about language. Go right ahead, Johnny. All right. So, one weird thing that is common throughout all of these movies is that there are just phrases that are the same but different because, oh, look, it's cars. Yes. We talked about this a little bit in the Ballad of Lightning McQueen, and we could let's let's talk about that again. They're just so many puns. So many puns. Yeah. Even even already talked about Tokyo. How many places have they shown that are just straight up car puns? I mean, Tokyo is right off the top of my head. They did Knoxville. I think we talk about in our Cars 3 episode. Uh, A knocking motor. Yeah. Which still is the biggest reach in the world to me. Uh, I mean, Radiator <laughs> Springs. Is, you know, Radiator Springs. Radiator Springs. You know, that's a that's a big one. It, it is within Car well, Carburetor County. Uh, I am glad you knew that. Yeah, I did not. You ever just sit and think, like, man, I know like a lot about cars now. No, because I still don't, and I'm very bad at my job. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, any more, any more places that you can think of? Not off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are 800 of them. Wherever uh, Plane is from was one. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, dusty Crop Hopper. Please, this can't be this difficult. Uh, <laughs> I prob- I This is a matter of pride now. Uh uh, Prop Wash Junction, Minnesota is where Dusty, Fro- Dusty Crop Hopper is from. That was worth it, huh? Dusty Dusty Prop Cropper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know what time it is, Lucas? No. I think it's time for a quote from a wiki of cars of the day. Okay. This one comes from HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash pixarcars.fandom.com forward slash wiki forward slash puns oh my gosh 
Oh my The gosh. radiator springs 500 and a half. That is a thing. Yeah. Dusty and Mater talk with each other as Dusty says, what's a Mater? And Mater responds, nothing. What's the Mater with you? That's Sully questions Stanley on how it was going over the rolling hills back in 1909, and he responds, it had its ups and downs. Mater stands next to the statue of Stanley outside the courthouse and says, I'm just beside myself. Wait, he's not. He's beside Stanley. Lucas, that was the what? entire page. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you were reading so much. That was okay. Uh, there are so many puns, and their puns page on this Cars fandom is just like four puns, and one of them's not even really a pun. Yeah, and the the first one you read the the what's a mater with you is stolen from the Lion King. What's a motto? Nothing. What's a motto with you? Man, that's sad. That's real sad. Where are we going to steal our our good comedy gold from if we can't... Lucas, how are we going to this episode? I can't steal from anyone. Yeah, more important, how are we going to title all of the episodes if we can't go to a good resource of huh. car puns that we can steal from? But yeah, that is a weird thing they do. And like, I don't know, it's not like... All of our city names are puns on, like, our various body parts. Being human? Yeah. And it's... I don't know. It's it's not something they have to do, and I think I point this out in, in the Cars 3 uh, episode as well, but, like, the, the town that they find Dusty in is Thomasville. They don't have to be car puns. It's not a rule that one of the writers set up. Wait a minute. But I guess just when they have the opportunity... Is this the town that has the gigantic train mountain? Uh, I think you're thinking of Propwash Junction. I think that was in Plains. Okay, okay. I don't know, man. If it was, then that also could have been a pun. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think they would have referenced Thomas the Tank Engine so freely. Not overtly, but who knows? Yeah. All right. So, so float like a float like a Cadillac, sting like a Beamer. Yes. Is the episode over? Thank God. <laughs> Do beamers in this universe have stingers? Because the reason that phrase exists you know, in this world is because there are bees. And you, you sting like a bee because bees sting. Do beamers sting yeah. people? I mean, obviously the reason they did it was because it has the word bee in it. Absolutely. But like in universe, that makes no sense whatsoever. You're absolutely right. I am at least float like a Cadillac. Like, I don't know, Cadillacs are, I don't know, good at driving and feel smooth when you drive them. Yeah. Is, I guess what that is saying. Sting like a beamer, huh? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think we would have to assume because that phrase exists. That there's a reason for it to that, exist. Yeah. yeah, that like either A, it's it's what we've gone back and forth on uh, just about every episode is evolved from humans, maybe, and they just adapted our phrase. But if they're not evolved from humans, then I guess maybe beamers just sting people or something about them know. stings. Do they die if they sting? Why would you want to sting? Okay, so I've looked up honkers. Okay. So I've looked up honkers. Be careful when you Google the word honkers, John. I looked up Disney, like I looked up uh, Cars puns 
Pixar honkers because I wanted three kid-friendly <laughs> words to be in there before I was willing. Uh, John, do you think if <laughs> Disney honkers won't get you results, Cars honkers won't get you those results? Well, you, you just gotta have the safe search on. Yeah, okay. So I don't know if this is real. I don't remember this, but maybe this was in one of the movies? Uh, it's got the picture of honkers. The bar where the headlights sure. are giant yellow circles because they're a different kind of honker. Uh, Boobs. Breasts. Um, and then underneath that picture, there's a picture of a guy at a bar. And of course, the bartender is a forklift. He's a truck. And he's saying she left me for a hybrid. <laughs> I didn't even hear him coming. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. <laughs> I think that's a solid little joke. It's weird. The implications yeah. are strange. Yep. Even if you consider like the dirtier implication of what that meant. No, uh, well, yeah. I don't think yep. we need to. I think it was probably the not one, but Yep. But like I mean it's spelled like the good like the clean one. And then I'm gonna say, yeah, probably. Also, is hybrid is that like Okay, so we talked about how those are cyborgs, right? You you talked a lot about that, yeah. Okay, so, like, we've talked about how they're cyborgs. <laughs> sure. What, what if this implication is, like, that being a hybrid is, like, a job? Or I guess it could be, like, a younger man? Or it could be, like, oh, I don't know, it could be, like, a, a weird race thing, which would be uncomfortable? Yeah, that's... That that's where my mind goes. It, is like it's a class of people. Yeah, you know, it yeah. is. It is a a group of people for sure, and it's a group of people that like if this is supposed to mimic real life, it's a group of people he's envious of. Don't pretend like I'm not sold on hybrids or cyborgs, but. Assuming they are, don't pretend that you're not envious of cyborgs, John. I mean, current cyborgs, I'm not. Because well, current yeah, cyborgs but... are like the five dudes who are like, oh, I got surgery and had magnets put in my fingers. No, that's, but no, don't like, do that. Like cyborg cyborg. Ah. From the show Cyborg and Friends. Yep. That's, that was a good show. Cyborg and Friends was great. The remake is kind of weird, though. Very adult got matt bomer in it it's very good Haven't doom patrol it. honestly breaking our weird joke where we're calling the show cyborg and friends doom patrol is a phenomenal show i really really love it uh <laughs> i have seen the like weird scene where the like marvelous muscle man or something flexes wrong and makes oh, yeah, everyone yeah. uh really excited you heard them them coming yep very, very clearly. His name's Flex Mentallo. Uh, All right, it's it's uh it's time for a question from the internet. Actually, I was just about to say it's time for a question from Liz. All right, you go first. Nice. John is married to a woman named Lizzie. I'm dating a woman named Liz. They ask his questions, and then we say them. That's the entire joke behind this segment. This question is from one of them. Uh, we've got cars have make, model, year, color, exterior features, where they were made, tire type, door type, mileage, etc. 
Are all those separate cultures of cars? Yes. <laughs> Got it in one. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'd say most of them are. I don't know about like tire type or mileage. I think mileage is like more akin to age. Tires very much seem to be like shoes in this world. There is, like, you know, kind like... of kind of feet, kind of hands, kind of shoes. But I mean, they're interchangeable. So I would assume it's more like shoes than anything else. But there are like, you know, people who get really obsessed with shoes. I think sneakerheads. Yep. Sneakerheads. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I would call that a subculture. So maybe. You know, I would honestly call that just a culture. Yeah. I actually uh, had a few classes with one. His name was Lee, and he just really liked shoes. Yeah, more power to him. I've, n- I've never hmm? understood the fool ap- appeal, you know, but yeah. more power to him. Uh, I, I would say that in general, culture is a, a strange thing to just conceive, especially in the internet age. Like, just being a plane versus a car, there's obviously a different culture so i would imagine like being a different type of vehicle in general would have a different effect and then i assume that like makes and models like there's differences in age clearly there's where you were born because if you're made in a factory like pretty much all of one kind of car oftentimes will be made in the same factory if it's uh, the same make and model like they're are of course exceptions but like mm-hmm. uh in georgetown they make specific models of like they are the sole manufacturers of certain models of toyotas so i imagine that like you're making model mm-hmm. uh, like if you're a tow truck you've got a lot of things you can do that other people can't do if you're a race car you're gonna be much faster you're like a jock and whatnot so it's kind of a culture class system that's just born into you. So I would have to assume that just in general, yeah, probably. Yeah. In like every way. Yeah, I agree. And like, it's really interesting to think mm-hmm. about how they have all these like layers of culture, which is, you know, applicable to humans too. But like, they can be like the same they can be like a coupe or a van and within that they could be like you know the same uh made by the same company they could mm-hmm. be the same model they could be the same year they could be the same color and like i don't know that's that's really interesting to think about like the funnel of culture that these cars give, have and share with each other i'll give these movies a lot of grief culture wise based on like you were born in this universe into the thing that you are and everything is chosen for you and defined for you and what you can and cannot do is pretty clear from the beginning and the movies try and like pretend that that's not a thing especially planes uh i'll give them a lot of grief for that but at the same time yeah there's this weird freedom to it where everyone's born into specific cast specific lots in life and yet everyone is a lot more understanding of each other and their extreme differences than we are in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> there are people in this world who see people with slightly darker skin or slightly lighter skin and they'll just hate them because of that. Whereas in cars, 
You could be a race car, and you could have a best friend, a submarine. Because why wouldn't you be? Everyone's super different, so why would it matter? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that that wasn't intended by these people. I think their intention was to make just a whole bunch of money and have Owen Wilson be involved somehow. But... (laughs) Just wanted toys and more toys. Some of them to be voiced by Owen Wilson or Owen Wilson sound alike, more likely. But it's cool that they got there on accident. And uh, it's time for a question from the internet. Yeah, sure. Lucas, is Cars based on a true story? (laughs) (laughs) Is this like a Yahoo answer? Where'd you get this? It's just people also ask on Google. It's like the fourth one. Is, is Cars based on a true story? Okay, I'm going to start giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know? And then we're going to get into the more ridiculous parts. Could it be very incredibly loosely based on a true story of, like, a pompous jock who gets stranded in a town and comes to his senses? Probably not. It's still pretty fantastical, even if you take out the talking cars. Uh, Yeah, he did destroy a lot of public property and then just fix all of it in a day and then refix all of it in a few days. Yeah. Like doing tens of thousands of dollars worth of damage and then just within a week doing it over twice and... The people going from hating him to loving him in that week and him learning a lot of life lessons. Like, I'm willing to believe that a somewhat successful athlete once got lost in a very creepy rural town, and that's as far as it could go. See, I'm almost not super willing to... It's really hard to get stranded somewhere nowadays, you know? Like... I would assume what would happen is like he got drunk and got arrested and then was just in jail for a few days and like had no way of communicating with anyone because he didn't know their number. I guess if we made it even more basic, it could just be pompous athlete stops being pompous. So I don't know. Sales sounds a little far fetched to me, but we all know that can't happen. So, uh, but All right. what if it was based on a society of talking cars that John Lasseter <laughs> or someone found and decided to make a movie with Owen Wilson? Lucas, about... Lucas, come on, come on. They weren't they weren't talking cars. They were clearly all forklifts. Mm. Because why else would you include so many forklifts in your movie? Yeah, he just found a society of talking forklifts, and then he was like... He went into a factory. (laughs) And he saw a forklift. It had some boxes, so he couldn't see the driver say, Hey, get out of my way. Why are you here, you very rich movie executive? And he thought, oh my gosh, forklifts can talk. That's our movie. Yeah, it's based on that true story. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, the answer on Wikipedia is just there is, like, Radiator Springs is loosely blazed, based on a bunch of real historic places on Route yeah, 66. Yeah, like Route 66 is it. real. That's it. <laughs> that's that's nothing. Yeah. Get your kicks on, on 66. And, right. like, yeah, that's... the 
that's pretty much it. And like the set. The- also, there is a section of a uh, theme park in California. Yes, Cars Land does exist, but it existed after the movies. Man, can you imagine if it existed before the movies? That would be bonkers. Uh, I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, but it's Pirates of the Caribbean is a single ride within uh, Adventureland within uh, the Magic Kingdom. Cars Land is its Very own good point. monster. With all of these characters that are so well established. Yeah. And also so terrifying. <laughs> yeah. There are at least two other rides, uh, two other movies based on rides from Disney. Can you name them? Go. Uh, Haunted Mansion? One. Uh, <sighs> I'll give you, I'll clarify this. This one I'm thinking of, there may be others, is not technically a ride. It is a thing at Disney. Uh, it's a show, a bit... technically. Oh, okay. While John thinks, I will say, I know this because my girlfriend Liz knows every single thing that has ever been able to be known about the Disney. The Disney, all of it. Somehow now yeah. I know more about cars than she does. But that's it. <laughs> that's just because Pixar. I'm going to say... Your time's up. Um, the Great Mouse Detective. That is based on Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. The one I was thinking of was The Country Bears. A very unsuccessful movie based on the Country Bear Jamboree. You know, the Country Bears was a thing. Yeah. Weird. It's ba- based on a ride from Disney. I'm sure there are others, but that's the one I always think of. Based on an attraction from Disney. I mean, I guess Tomorrowland is based well, no, off of Tomorrowland, no. but that's also, that's a terrible movie. Like, and I don't, have you seen the movie? Yes, it's Ugh. bad. It's a bad movie. At least Country Bears is like fun and stupid. That was just a chore <laughs> to get through. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. This has been our Tomorrowland podcast. Uh, <laughs> our our anti-fan podcast yeah. of Tomorrowland. Oh man, who was the lead? Like, who was the celebrity they got? Was it like uh, George, George Clooney? Clooney? Yes, it was George Clooney. Why was oh, he in that man. movie? I think he just needed some money. <laughs> like, he needed some spare change. He's like, okay, I'll do it. That Disney, it's real popular right now. I'll, I'll get on this train. Oh, yeah. wrong stop, man. Yeah, he could have been in almost anything, and it would have done well, but he chose to be in Tomorrowland instead. I'm sure if he had, like, kept up just a few more, like, pretty decent movies, that like, he could have just been like, hey, Doctor Strange? And they would sure. I guess I could see him as Doctor Strange. Yeah. I mean, Bramblebutt Cumberbund is, he's alright. I don't know who he would be better yeah. as, you know? Have we talked about cars in, like, the past 10 minutes? Um, we've said cars? I'll take it. Uh... All right, so cars. Yes. They use words like born. <laughs> yes. And also manufactured to describe like their existence, like how they came to be. True. Do these words in their universe just mean the same thing? You know, I've been thinking about the same thing. Yeah. Is it a circle square situation where like to be born, you have to be manufactured? Wait. A circle square? A square rectangle thing? Yes, okay. Uh, I mean, I... 
guess it's just possible that they are in fact manufactured, but they just also refer to that as being born. But like, they're also familial structures. Yep. Are they just assigned, like in the movie Robots that we reference a lot? I mean, it wasn't so much assigned as like the the kid was purchased, which is worse. Yeah, it was assigned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they could just, I don't want to give up them being born, you know? Because that just gives us so many fun possibilities of nonsense. Maybe it's like... But I'm willing to admit it's very possible that they're just manufactured. Maybe their bodies require, like, both. Because you need the squishy bit, and you need the, the squishy out- bit, yeah. outward bit. But the thing is, the outward bit, like, also is biological, kind of. So, like... Yeah, it feels pain. I have to assume that what it is, is that uh, you have to be born and then manufactured, like, into it. Okay. Because, like, you can't just take off the suit, because it's important that you have, like, a lot of it there. But, I don't know. I think you have to be born and then manufactured. So maybe the words don't mean the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's solid. I'm good with that. I'm not sure we've put our stamp of like finalized on it, but I'm not sure we're ever going to put like a, fi- a final say on this one. It's just such a big question for us. Lucas, I am giving us a deadline. We have to have an official stance on all of this. We need an official stance on all of the general lore for this world. We need history. We need biology. We need that. We need everything completely decided by episode, I don't know, 50 or 100. Because 100, we could just never get there and I won't have to worry about it. 50, we might get there. Yeah, and also, you're half of this podcast. I don't have to do this just because you are saying it in a fun voice. Fans, get in the comments. Demand. Demand that we do it by episode... 74 by episode 18 oh no oh no gonna be a big episode next week (sighs) oh all right so in next week's episode join us it's gonna be a great one we're doing everything all right that'll be great oops (laughs) oops all all everything Oops, all answers. <laughs> Oops, all cars. Uh, you want to stop talking into microphones now? Lucas, we haven't talked enough I, about language. We're not going to talk more about language, and we both know it. Okay, so give me a, give me a, an estimate. Did we talk... Did we, like, give me a guess. Do you think we talked more about language than we talked about fashion? Ugh, man, I can't even remember the fashion episode. Did we talk about Batman for a while in that one, or was that sports? I think it was sports. Uh, yeah, it was sports. It's entirely possible it's both of them. But We also talked about uh, the mountain and Bruce Lee in the sports one. Uh, can you say a single thing we said in the fashion episode? Because I'm not sure I can. Uh, the, the skin clothing fell off. Paint jobs. That I think that's all dirty. I got. Yeah, I guess it does, John. <laughs> all right. 
Uh, language. There's gotta be something here, right? Um, omelette du fromage. Do you know what uh, that means? Uh, omelette of cheese? I think it's cheese omelette, but literally, I think you're right. Omelette of cheese. I think someone, like, I've been, like, every time I've said omelette du fromage, people have corrected me and said, actually, it's more accurate to say omelette au fromage. And it's just like... I don't... Every time you've said that, someone has said that? Every single time. No. Like, maybe three or four <laughs> times. Uh, like, too many times. That Yeah, that's still too many times. Cars... It's a quote from Dexter's Laboratory. Cars Calm too down. many times. Listen to it. It's another podcast. Uh, so... We're all over the place. So Dexter's Laboratory... Yes, there are cars in that sometimes. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave our audience with a helpful message that I learned as a young young boy from Dexter's Laboratory. There is an episode of Dexter's Laboratory where he goes to college, and he keeps studying and studying, and he's just trying his hardest, and he's just getting all stressed out and wigged out, and all of these people around him are partying, and it's really frustrating him because he's like, guys, I need to study study now party later i guess and uh all he kept hearing was party now study later and the general message was at the end of it he studied so much that it just drove him crazy and he never learned to enjoy himself and de-stress and that was really damaging to his mental and it made him just go crazy so so audience i just want to leave you with this this piece of information you gotta take time to enjoy life. You gotta take time to relax. Sometimes, sometimes you party now and you study later. Yeah, retweet. That was all great. All right. So until next time on our next episode, oops, all cars. Uh, I've been John. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Kachat and email us at thekachat at gmail.com. I've been Lucas. Float, don't forget to float like a Cadillac. And get in the comments. You say you gotta say it though. Say it's it. Sting Like a Beamer. Nice. <laughs>